He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. All right, thank you so much for joining me. It is Monday, August 8th, 2022. We have the 8-8 date right here today. So let's see what happens. It's gonna be an interesting week. And we are expecting the market to move back to the downside, even though we got a little rally, a little pump this morning. We're gonna get into that current events, cryptocurrency, the plan to tokenize everything in today's episode. This is the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. And I am your host, Zach Rector, and we're gonna bring you some fire today. Thank you for tuning in on a Monday morning with me. To get started, let's take a look at these markets. At the time of this recording, 7 a.m. on the West Coast, markets are getting fired up and Bitcoin has pumped above 24K. Full disclosure, I have doubled down on my Bitcoin short. So I am not buying this pump. I have doubled down on my Bitcoin short. I was at about a 20% loss uh, when I woke up this morning. So I doubled down. Um, averaged into that position a little bit, and I, I'm not buying this. Ethereum's at 1800 and our XRP's hanging at $0.37. Cents. So let's take a look here. Uh, crypto markets moving back up today. We're going to get into uh, you know the, to the plan to tokenize everything here at the end of the show. The future is as, as bullish as it gets. I am a permable long-term, but when I run you through all these current events, the news, the update here, you're going to see why I think that this thing's going much lower, much lower. This week, we go down lower just for a short-term uh, low in the cycle swing. But over the next few months, I'm expecting us to bottom out even further to the downside. But let's get right on into it. So I wanted to start out with some good news. This is not crypto-related, but I think that it's important to interject a little bit of positivity into our, our updates that are sometimes so doom and gloom. Uh, so this guy, he is sharing this. He says, doesn't fit the narrative, but the Great Barrier Reef is better than ever. Two thirds of uh, all reefs hit all time high in 2022. So I know this was a big deal. People were worried about the Great Barrier Reef. And I know this isn't crypto related, but I just wanted to interject a little bit of positivity and, and just to interject a little something to contradict the narrative that humans are bad and we should you know eliminate ourselves uh, from the planet. The Great Barrier Reef is at all-time high, and two-thirds of all reefs are at all-time high. So <clears throat> there is hope for humanity, and in my opinion, all of the climate change issues that we face, humanity can solve them. We just got to work together and actually start holding people accountable, not, not be woke about it, not be snowflakes about it, but actually get something done. Now, let's continue on. This is crazy. The Netherlands are saying, see, this is not the answer. This, there's a reason why I covered that first, because... Because you can see what their response is, what they want to do, even though we're going through a natural cycle. Yeah, some humans, uh, we contribute to the problem a little bit. But taking down 11,000 farms in Netherlands to meet the nitrogen climate goals that are just made up by these elitists. They want to shut us down and have us living like peasants. And they wonder why the Dutch farmers are hitting the streets so hard. They are planning on shutting down around one-fifth of all farms in the country. Yeah, so, so they're saying that they have to shut down 11,000 farms to meet their goals. <laughs> and uh, then out of Germany. 
German officials have expressed fears that a worst-case winter of energy problems could prompt an extremist black, uh, backlash. No, 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 no. You're just going to have farmers. You're going to have regular people who are just trying to make it. Giving you a little backlash. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can only push the people so far. And it, it, it doesn't make sense. And the people are finally coming around to that through the internet our ability to see what's actually going on and then we start to see the hypocrisy from this elitists that tell us that we can't have a farm while they fly around on the pj jet setting across the world you know it's complete hypocrisy now in the war front taiwan 66 chinese airplanes entered taiwan's air defense zone on sunday so they have taiwan surrounded um you know i think it's at this point, it's just like, man, let's just let's just go, let's just um, let's roll. You know, I'm not, I, I don't want a war, obviously, but it's just like, let's just figure this out, man. Like, what what are we gonna do here? Obviously, you guys think Taiwan's yours. Um, you know, we got Pelosi doing her dance. Let's just figure it out. You know, let's 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 get this over with, right? Um, unfortunately, we have multiple war fronts playing out right now in real time. So we have Taiwan. There's situations going on in Israel and the Gaza Strip right now. Uh, reports of 30-something dead uh, out of Pal Palestine, uh, getting getting bombed over there. And then we also have the Ukraine-Russia situation as well, still ramping up. And actually, Russia's continuing their movements in the east. Um, and so we have multiple war fronts taking place right now. And uh, we're going to continue to watch those developments. Now, bringing it back to the United States, the total household debt in the United States surpassed $16.15 trillion in Q2 of 2022, we talked about how Americans have opened up 223 new credit card accounts in Q2 as well. Record amount of household debt or uh, $16 trillion. Then you think about the U.S. government has $30 trillion in debt, and then they have over $100 trillion of unfunded liabilities. Serious, <laughs> serious debt crisis. Now, what's their, what's their answer? The Inflation Reduction Act. The Senate Inflation Reduction Act allocates $45 billion. This bill was $740 billion, I believe. $45 billion specifically to enforce collection on digital assets. Call your senator now unless you want the IRS coming after you. And come November, let's vote. And come November, let's secure our election. How about that, too? This is from Clinton Donnelly, who's a, uh, he's a, a crypto tax guy. Um, he's, he's a CPA who uh, specializes in cryptocurrencies, digital assets as well. So he's saying that in this bill, they included $45 billion specifically to enforce collection on digital assets. Now, for me, I'm just thinking, why do we need so much more money, so many, you know, 87,000 more IRS agents to go after crypto when it's all on the blockchain? It should all be done by uh, AI bots as far as monitoring who needs to pay what taxes. And, as, if, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we need to eliminate most taxes. But uh, why would we need more staff and more money when it's all automated through the blockchain? There's no reason for that. It, it just doesn't make sense other than we understand their agenda. Their goal is to shut us down. Strip our wealth. The greatest transfer of wealth in world history means that they're trying to take from those who had a little bit of wealth, who, the, who are trying to run a business, who are trying to make it. Even the farmers are getting shut down. It's unbelievable. Now, from Jim Rickards, good article. This summarizes the situation here. Brits on strike against paying electric bills. Dutch farmers are on strike, won't talk to the government. Chinese debtors won't pay mortgages due to fraudulent developers. U.S. citizens up in arms against election fraud. Got a revolution? Yeah. 
So in every single country, we're starting to see it unfold. Now, this is a chart that I wanted to show you guys. This is important. I had never seen this chart before. And this is a, a chart of the SPX delivers a signal. It's only given on three previous occasions in over 100 years. So this is the fourth signal since World War One. I. I love to look at charts like this that have history going back 100 years to the previous world wars. And this is the fourth signal that it's given since World War One. For anyone who doesn't know what this is, the SPX versus the PPI, the producer price in, in index. It's an inflation proxy chart. It shows how the S&P index is doing against the changes in the producer price index. And so if we look here, let's take a look at this chart. So back in, um, looks like that was the Great Depression 1927 when we got the first signal. Following breakdown of the SPX lost 77% to inflation and took 24 years to recover. Then in 19, uh, that looks like at the 1970 point, uh, give or take, the SPX lost approximately 64% to inflation and took 21 years to recover. Okay, then we fast forward to about 2001. SPX lost 64% to inflation and took 12 years to recover. We have just broke through again, sending the fourth signal. Now, one thing, one, one thing to watch here. It took 24 years the first time, 21 years the second time, 12 years um, when it popped in 2001. It took 12 years to recover. So this time around, let's say that it takes you know half that time. Maybe it's going to take six years. This is why I keep on saying that we could be in a situation for another 12 to 18 months easily. Easily. Now, obviously, this chart doesn't reflect everything that's going on in the economy and you know, stocks could recover, crypto could recover faster. But this shows you here that these situations, you know, uh, take serious amounts of time, 24 years, 21 years, and then 12 years in the 2000s. But now we move so much faster. So I would anticipate that it would react and recover much faster this time around. So even if it does take, you know, six to 10 years, we still have a situation that we're going through right now that we have not experienced ever in history. Now, Macro Alf covering this Amazon layoffs, we covered this. They laid off 100,000 people in the first quarter of 2022 at Amazon. After creating over 1.5 million jobs since 2010, Amazon cuts its workforce by around 100,000 people in the first quarter of 2022. Amazon's reduction affected 6% of its headcount, and it is by far the largest cut in a single quarter in the history of the company. So in one quarter, in one three-month span, Amazon just laid off 6% of its headcount. We're in it. We're in it now, guys. The layoffs always are lagging. The layoffs are always lagging. Now let's move on over. World financial system being set up here. Turkish banks are now integrating into the rubles and gold for oil and gas trade systems. So Turkey has adopted uh, this this deal here from Russia from Putin, paying uh, with rubles and gold for oil and gas. Okay. Now here's what I want you guys to look out for. I forgot. I was gonna. I'm gonna make a, a short here, a little TikTok and a little YouTube short here. One thing to watch out for on the military front is look for NATO or look for Turkey to leave NATO. That's going to be a massive signal, a massive shift underway because you're starting to see Turkey align financially with the BRICS nations, ditching the US dollar, and they had um, just rampant inflation taking place in Turkey. But watch them align militarily. 
See, this is where this, this, this went kinetic with the war. It was financial. Now we move in here to a uh, full-out military confrontation. Watch for Turkey to leave NATO. That's going to be a key signal. Now let's move on into our cryptocurrency. In a week, more than a billion XRP have moved between wallets and cryptocurrency exchanges. Yesterday, nearly 600 million XRP tokens were transferred in multiple transactions, 224 million on the 3rd of August and 172 million on the 2nd of August and 224 million today. That was August 6th. That was two days ago. So obviously, uh, you know, Ripple gets that escrow. They returned 700 billion, um, no, no, 700 million out of the billion XRP that they were given at the start of the month, they returned 700 million of it back into the escrow account. But now we're starting to see um, hundreds of millions and even over a billion XRP being moved just in the first part of this month. So big movements happening with XRP behind the scenes. I'll let you guys speculate on what's going on. In my opinion, all the banks and financial institutions are trying to get on board. And it's very simple. They're trying to get their piece of the pie get a little bit of this uh, world reserve digital currency that's going to be as liquid as a G10 currency. Very simple. Hey, this is important from Stefan Huber. Ripple's lawyers, uh, specifically Andrew Serezny, who used to be the director of enforcement at the SEC. That's right. Ripple, in a case against the SEC, one of their top lawyers representing them in this lawsuit against the SEC, used to be the director of enforcement at the SEC during Obama's administration. Ripple's lawyer led the case against J.P. Morgan for corruption. He called J.P. Morgan's actions plain and simple corruption. J.P.M. even had a spreadsheet on how often the bribery of Chinese government officials led to business deals. Okay, but J.P. Morgan would never bribe the SEC, wouldn't they? <laughs> no, we know. We know it's been taking place and we know that there is ties back there to China. It is completely corrupt. And this is what we're seeing here at the SEC and at the other three-letter agencies. Some of them aren't as corrupt as the SEC, as Jay Clayton, as Bill Hinman, and everything that's being exposed, right? We have good guys like Andrew Ceresny, who is going after J.P. Morgan, calling out uh, these action as plain and simple corruption, and now he's representing Ripple in the greatest uh, financial story of the last century. Now, this is what this live show is all about, the tokenization of everything, the plan to tokenize everything. And this is why the future is so bright for us. Don't get caught up in the short-term moves. Don't get caught up in this bear market. Don't get down on yourself for investing in cryptocurrency and watching your portfolio go down when you know and you can read from CEOs uh, telling us. This is uh, Verdian, Gilbert Verdian from Quant, CEO. He says, most big financial service institutions have a two to three year strategy to digitize every type of instrument, asset, stock, and security they have to benefit from. Tokenization and access to markets and clients, says our CEO, Gilbert Verdian. So, this guy is tapped in at the very top, and I do wanna add one thing though. I'm getting uncomfortable with how much I'm seeing Quant shilled and pushed and hyped on Twitter. It makes me a little uncomfortable. Now, I don't own any Quant at this time. I missed out on buying Quant under $50 when it briefly went under 50 for just a moment. That's where I was looking to enter, missed that opportunity. And we're starting to see the quants, you know, doing, doing a little bit better. I had a little bit of a rally there. It does make me uncomfortable how much it's getting hyped. And I understand that's kind of hypocritical because me and the XRP community are hyping XRP every single day. So I get that that's a little bit hypocritical. But it's just I don't get a, 
a quarterly report out of quant that shows me adoption. I just, you know, it worries me. It worries me with all the Twitter guys shilling it so much. I'm just like, I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable. But that's side point. The point being, guys, we have no idea how big this market's going to get when we digitize every type of instrument, asset, stock, and security they have to benefit from. And the other key point here is that he, he said that they have a two to three year strategy. So understand that you know th these big guys, these incumbents, aren't going to be able to move overnight. They can't move that fast like these younger startups and fintech companies like Ripple and Quant that are just getting started. These other companies have a lot of moving pieces to get organized and get in the right direction. So this is why he says it's a two to three year strategy. And if you you know run us out two to three years, where does that take us? 2025, when we're told that ISO implementation will be fully rolled out by 2025, most countries will have uh, done their CBDCs. We will be well on our way in two to three years. Uh, I think that it'll be too late for the retailers to get in on the real opportunities in two to three years. So right now, continue to be taking action. Um, I'm looking to buy some more XRP as we dip down uh, this week. But then over the course of the next few months, I will be looking to take some positions on Quant and some others. But um, yeah, Quant is one that really got uh, pumped and dumped really, really uh really did last year a lot of hype around it pumped all the way up to 400 bucks before recovering but nonetheless um that was good to see for quant i do think it's a good project Overledger makes a lot of sense it's a good utility um and i do think that they are partnered up with a lot of people that matter you know they're doing some good things over there and then i wanted to compare this um i had shared this with my discord group on our weekly call on saturday this is the difference between getting institutions to invest in crypto and little solutions like moneygram stellar are working on which this is great. This is great for the third world. This is great for people that are underbanked or unbanked. This is the MoneyGram Stellar partnership that is allowing you to do um, crypto to cash pickup withdrawals at over 200,000 locations. So this is further cryptocurrency adoption. This is great. But just like you can see in this post, this is for someone to send 20 bucks. This guy's got 15 bucks here. Send 20 bucks back home to Mexico, which is great. I want that. I mean, XRP solves that too. But I love to see that from Stellar, from any other cryptocurrency that can get that done for people that need that service. I love to see this. But this does not move the needle forward in a major way for us as investors. So a lot of the kids say, oh, you know, BlackRock's coming to eat us up. Even, even BitBoy Crypto was saying, you know, that BlackRock coming in is bad. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so. You know, not that I think that BlackRock guys are good. Not that I think that they're friendly. I think that they're absolute monsters out to eat up the space. You know, they're financial capitalist monsters, absolute beasts with, you know, $10 trillion assets under management. But hey, <laughs> I've invested before these guys or right alongside them. So let's let's do it, man. And then at the bottom end of this, we have MoneyGram Stellar Solutions like this, which is good for cryptocurrency and adoption and good for the underbanked, the unbanked. There's a billion people in the world that don't even have a bank account, uh, don't even have access to the internet. And so I, I'm excited for this. I am so excited for the future here. And as I've been saying on this channel the whole time, I want to move us forward. Let's get past Bitcoin. Let's get past Ethereum to actual solutions. Let's solve trillion dollar problems. Um, oh, crap. I had one more post. Let's see if I can find it real quick for you guys. Talking about gold, precious metals, and silver. Let's see if I can find it real quick here. Been um, 
stacking our precious metals right here. The Reserve Bank of India added 12.5 tons of gold to its reserves in July, the highest monthly purchase since September of 2021. India has increased its gold reserves by 36% in the last five years as it is diversifying away from the US dollar. So we're getting shocking numbers coming out of these countries, the amount of gold that these central banks are buying. And um, so for us, we are positioning ourselves right there. So the central banks are partnering up with Ripple XRP. We're going to be investing in some XRP. They're loading up on record amounts of gold. Well, we're going to get some precious metals exposure as well. And then we love to see it from Andrew Ceresny, representing Ripple in the greatest uh, financial story in the last century, working against the SEC. And he also worked against JP Morgan corruption. Well, we know that JP Morgan's been manipulating the derivatives market this whole time as well. So this is why we've taken positions in uh, silver and gold. And uh, if you guys are looking to get access to that, you can head on over to my website. And at the very top of my website, it says precious metals. And if you just head on over there, you can get hooked up if you're looking for a place to get some precious metals. So I finally got, uh, finally got someone that I can send you guys to. So just head on over to my website. At the very top, it'll say precious metals. Hit that and it'll take you right there. We'll get, get you hooked up with some precious metals if you are looking to add to your precious metals position. Personally, I'm looking to add to my silver position. I'm looking to buy some more XRP this week. And uh, I'm also shorting Bitcoin as we speak right now. I am expecting the overall markets to move to the downside. So whatever cryptocurrency you're interested in uh, accumulating, you're going to get some better deals coming this week, in my opinion. Be ready for that. And then uh, as we covered yesterday, I did a real estate update as well. I will be. That uh, session got interrupted a couple times. I had to break it up into three different live streams because I kept on losing power. But that is going to be re-uploaded, all put together for you guys in one uh, simple show. So if you're looking to get our strategies for real estate and get my real estate update, that'll be dropped probably in the next day or two once we get that edited up and put together for you guys. That was a really good update. It was unfortunate that the stream got interrupted a couple times, but nonetheless, we're trying to bring you guys the strategies that matter for each asset class. That's cryptocurrency, precious metals, real estate, your business. And we also talk about prepping and essentials. I appreciate all of you guys. If you're looking to join us in my community, head on over to my website, sign up for the Patreon, and you can get access to the Discord. I appreciate all of you guys so much. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless. Thank you. Huge shout out, Abdullah Bander. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.